Remember how you were a kid and you thought the Beatles was a rock band made up of actual Beatles? Well, they made a show about it. We're talking Beat Bugs on today's... We're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to Kid Flicks, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and this show is not for kids, so turn this off and refuse all fan letters. But peace and love. Yeah, <laughs> you hear that, Ringo? Yeah, not even you're safe from the podcasting world. Hello! Hello and welcome to Kid Flicks, as I just said a moment ago. So this episode is different for two reasons. One... It's another one of those episodes where I'm alone. I don't have a guest. It's just going to be me talking, so it's probably going to be a significantly shorter episode, which I don't think any of you will care about. And two, on the top two reasons that this is a special episode, is that we're reviewing um, a Netflix original. So we, we don't typically review Netflix originals just because a lot of times when I ask a guest, which I've talked about on the show a lot, when we ask a guest what they would like to review, they usually pick... They usually pick something from their childhood. Sorry, it took me so long to swallow there. And that makes sense. And since Netflix is new, um, relatively in the grand scheme of things, people don't really talk about it. But this is this is something that I've been wanting to watch for a long time to review for the show. It's called Beat Bugs. Um, it's actually one of the things that when I started planning this podcast, this was one of the things I wanted to talk about specifically. Because I don't know if you know this, if you're an adult listening to this, which should be all of you, because I warn every single episode not to listen to this if you're a kid. Um, but Netflix has, you know, that whole kids section in itself, and they have produced a lot of kids programming. Is it as good as the adult programming? I would argue no. Um, I've watched several episodes of their adaptation of Richie Rich, and it is painful. It is really weird there's um, a robotic maid. I couldn't think of the word for maid, but she's a French. She's a, a teenage girl in a French maid outfit, and she's a robot. And it's so weird and uncomfortable. And also, the kid that plays Richie Rich, very annoying. Sorry if you are an actor or a producer on Richie Rich, and this offended you. I'm very sorry. But anyway, we're not here to talk about Richie Rich. We're here to talk about beat bugs. So. I keep saying beat bugs. What, what is it that I'm saying? Um, so beat bugs, it was, it is currently on Netflix, and it is um, a show about five bug friends that learn about life with a little bit of help from their friends. Get it? And uh, they they sing a Beatles song every single episode. Uh, it's like those. It's that thing where it's. The episodes are split in two, like a lot of kids' shows, and so each segment, I should say, 12 minutes or so, um, is named after a Beatles song, and they sing that song at some point. So the Wikipedia page, um, it says that, like, uh, it's inspired by the song. So the, the I watched the first episode, and then I watched an episode later in the season, uh, episode 11, because of the title, which we'll get to in a bit. So, um, so the first episode I watched, it was called Help and Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Can you guess what songs they sang in these episodes? Well, it was Help and Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. And 
Um, so right off the bat, I, I wasn't really sure what to expect because I thought, okay, it's uh, it gets, it's a kid's show and it's kind of a musical, but instead of original songs, it's all Beatles songs. So I thought, okay, that's interesting. Um, I wonder how that's going to work out. And it turns out extremely literally. So, you know, Beatles songs, they have metaphors and stuff. This, this show has none. It's all very literal. Um, so the opening titles, it's to the, it's to All You Need Is Love, you know, that famous song. And, um... What they do is all the characters are, are introduced and kind of molded based on the lyrics to All You Need Is Love. Like, um, the one lyric, nothing you can make that can't be made, or something like that. And that's sung by the nerd character named Crick. So I, I wrote in my notes, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page because I had to figure out all these different bug names. But I'm really just using um, my notes, which I just called. So I named the characters... Um, Skateboard bug, nerd bug, slug bug, uh, baby bug, and there's a fifth bug that's a ladybug. So I'll just call her ladybug. Um, so that's them. And like I was saying before, so the the episodes are inspired by Beatles songs and kind of try to fit them into the plot in a weird way. So the episode uh, that I the first one, Help and Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Um, the help segment, you know, the song, help, I need somebody. So how that happens, and this is the first episode, so this is the first time we're introduced to all these characters, is um, Skateboard Bug uh, gets catapulted by a catapult that Nerd Bug makes, and he flies super high and lands in a giant uh, glass jam jar. So he's in a jam, even though I think it would be funnier if he said he's in a pickle and he landed in a cucumber, but that's besides the point. I'm not here to give notes to Josh Wakely who wrote and directed this episode. Um, so I think you can tell where help gets in. So, you know, he needs help getting out of the jam jar. So he sings help. And um, I didn't realize this going in. I thought they were basically just going to sing like a verse and a chorus, you know, just kind of sh- shorten it up. But they they chop up the lyrics weirdly. They don't it's not that they're changing the lyrics or making a parody almost to fit, which honestly, I in a way, I would respect. What they do is they um, they essentially are very selective. And I'll, this will be very clear later in the episode when I review a different episode which with a very weird song choice. But um, he just the bug just sings, help, help, a bunch of times to kind of get you into the song. And then... Um, the the little help me if you can i'm feeling down i think that's the bridge is that the bridge if you think it's the bridge tweet that's the bridge and <laughs> that would be helpful very much um so that's the entire episode is the kids are like how are we gonna get uh, skateboarding bug out of the jam jar and so what they do is they f- get their mailman b friend who uh, it's called mailman b and he's like okay there the, there he is let's go get him and what I thought was going to happen is he was going to fly in and just pick pick the skateboard bug off up off the ground, like the song suggests. Help me get my feet back on the ground by getting me out of the jam jar and get me back on the ground. Um, but that doesn't happen. For some reason, none of the bugs suggest that. So what does end up happening is they um, they try to feed a big piece of grass. That doesn't work. He's too he's too big of a bug. The beat bug is a big bug. Skateboarding big beat bug um that doesn't work um they try just pushing it that doesn't work 
So what ends up being the easiest solution is they lug the uh, catapult all the way over the far distance that Skateboard Bug flew. They just drag it over there and they uh, they just hit the jar so it falls over and he just kind of goes out because it's slowly filling up with water. Like he thinks he's going to die. It's weird. So that's the first story. And then Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Imagine, so you know how that song, everybody is like, oh, it makes no sense. It's kind of, just, you know, like Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, LSD. So obviously the beat bugs, it isn't going to be like, man, I've been so stressed. I need a new uh, position on life and I just need to change everything about my disposition. No, what ends up happening is they tell spooky stories and baby bug gets so scared that she can't fall asleep. It's like a story about uh, like a, a mosquito flying into the zapper, you know, that zapper thing that that I've only seen on TV and not really in the real world, but I'm an indoorsy guy anyway, so who cares? So what happens is they go to a sleep doctor named Lucy the Dragonfly who has kaleidoscope eyes, and it's super creepy. Um, it, it's, oh, I gotta stop laughing directly in the mic because I know that that makes it super loud, like, Doo. but so Lucy, who is voiced by Pink, you know, everybody's favorite pink. That that sounds like I'm being rude. I do like pink a lot. I'm like, no, it's not a gay thing. I'm not talking about the color pink, even though I do like the color, the color pink. Um, that's not the case. It's, uh, it's the singer pink, and I do like her as well. Guys, it's natural coming out week, so that's why I kind of went all gay agenda on you. I'm so sorry. I'm gay. Hey. Um, so... so what happens is they go to Lucy the dragonfly and they're like, hey, please help baby bug sleep. And she says, I know just what to do. And so she, she, they, she sings a, the one verse of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds where it's like, she, she does like the first verse. When they're going to find Lucy, they sing the second verse where it's like marshmallow pie. And what happens is, so Lucy's like, you got to imagine your safe, like your not safe space, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like a, a, a nice, like happy place in your brain. And they show the happy places and Lucy is in the, is in everybody's dreams. It's so creepy. Like it's, she's basically Freddy Krueger. Lucy, Lucy, the dragonfly sleep doctor is Freddy Krueger. Okay. I got to stop dry swallowing on here. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. But that is so terrifying. And watching this show, I, it's just so weird because I'm trying to think, okay, this is clearly uh, for like four to seven-year-olds. I am 21 years old. I'm watching this alone in my room. Am I? It doesn't even matter if I like it. And the answer to a certain extent is no. But at the same time, I mean, part of the show, it's all about kind of nostalgia and kind of oh, these properties that I liked as a kid, it's it came back, and it's great. But I, and I'm trying to see if there's a universe where I would enjoy that, this, this show, Beat Bugs, but I don't think there is. Because if you're a kid, like a lot of kids that, are, that know the Beatles to a certain extent, then it, you're going to be like, oh, it's cool that I can hear these songs. I think kids don't care as much about covers as adults do. Adults, I feel, are super like, oh, that was a weird cover. Um, I'll give you an example. The, uh, two nights ago, um, I was playing uh, Sarah Bareilles' um, 
uh, Brave Enough album. It was a live album that she did. And um, she starts singing Sitting on the Dock by the Bay. Sitting, that's, that's the title, I think. And my dad was like, ooh, interesting. And then my mom was like, I don't know if I like it. And my dad was like, it, it's different. So I, that's exactly how I feel about Beat Bugs. But, and I'm going to play a little bit, don't you worry. But we're going to play um, a song from the second episode that I watched. I watched two episodes. The second episode is called, uh, it uses the song, Why Don't We Do It In The Road. Now, you're, you're hearing that title and you're like, okay, that is about having sex in the road. And you'd be right. So according to Wikipedia, Paul McCartney wrote this song after he saw two monkeys screwing in the street in India. Yeah. And isn't that weird? So that that was an inspiration for the Beat Bug crew. Uh, writer Kim Goldsworthy, story by Josh Wakely. And I want you to guess. I want you to pause this podcast for a second and think, what what was the plot of a children's show where the episode was titled why don't we do it in the road you would you would not guess in a million years what what this episode is about i'll tell you what this episode is about so the bugs they find a toy car like one of those ones where you um you pull it back it cranks and then it goes forward and they're like cool we're gonna drive it but there's no room to really drive it, which we see at the end of the episode that there is other places to drive it, and that was just false. So they take it out to the driveway, or as they call it, the road, and it's like one of those things where it's like, oh, don't, don't go out in the road. It's dangerous. I've heard stories. So when they say, why don't we do it in the road, they're talking about, why don't we take a car that we found and dr- drive it fast? On the road. So this is what I was saying about before, that this show takes all these lyrics very literally. And it doesn't it does not really work in this situation. I'm gonna play you a little sample just from my phone here. This is Beat Bugs performing Why Don't We Do It in the Road. Why don't we do it in the road? 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 No one will be watching us. Why don't we do it in the road? Yeah, so that <laughs> that was the song. And even though now you know the context of that, it still doesn't make any sense. It's still absolutely banana pancakes, crazy, super monkey banana pancake, the monkeys that Paul McCartney saw on the road. But that, like, even the way that the actor actor is trying to sing, why don't we do it in the road, to be, you know, somebody just peer pressuring and being like, hey, let's go drive this car. Like, if she was like, let's drive this, let's have a joy ride in the road. You know, like, it could maybe work, but... I I get why, like, they got, so the creators of the show, they just, they paid $10 million and got access and the rights to use a bunch of different Beatles songs. And knowing that they're making a children's show 
and you see that that is one of the songs, you should probably go, okay, maybe we change that one up or we just kind of skipped over it. But they didn't. They didn't do that whatsoever. I I was so confused. And, and so what happened, the conflict of this is that they're driving on the road, you know, because they decided to do it in the road. Uh, the other bugs were convinced. But they have their, their big bug friend, the slug, slug bug. And he's big. He, the other episode I watched, and I assume in every other episode hereafter, he just comments about his big belly. He he said bellylicious at one point. Um, like bellytastic, he said at some point. He he just like keeps trying to make catchphrases a thing. And it's like, dude, it's not your catchphrase is not going to catch on. Let it go, you know? So... He, they're like, hey, it's the car is too. You're too big for the car, so he grumbles. They're driving around, and then the humans that live in this house, and they're just like in the, you know, they're in the front yard or whatever. Um, they're gonna go to the airport because you hear them yell, "We gotta go to the airport!" And the dad, before they go to the airport, he's like, "I'm gonna wash the car." So the bugs are about to drown because this family, before they go to the airport has to wash their car. They're going to wash their car to like sit in that gross, janky parking lot that I assume gets people, people rob every single car in those parking lots. Like just get a, just get an Uber to the airport guys. That's my, if you take anything away from this podcast, it's that you should just take an Uber to the airport. But then your family's like, no, 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 no. We'll drive you. And it's like, it's four in the morning. You don't have to do that. Like sleep. And they're like, no, but that's besides the point. Guys, that was a that was an issue a little while ago. So yeah, they do it in the road. Uh, they nearly get killed by a bunch of suds, and then Slugbug has to save the day because they're they're sitting on top of the car waiting for the bubbles to go away, and the humans are going to drive to the airport. And it becomes this huge like dumb redemption thing where the bu- the slug is like, hey, I can drive this car and use my big belly to save the day. So he's a slug, and he he does that thing where he puts his thumb in his mouth and goes <laughs> to blow himself up. You know how like like Jim Carrey does that a lot? That's his thing. Basically Slugbug did that as well. And they were like, hooray for your big belly. And he was like, don't call me that. Um, oh, also, so they're driving the car, and I forgot this, but I was looking at my notes, but this, the nerd bug, um, so they're driving the car, they're singing, why don't we do it in the road? And it's totally not inappropriate at all. And the nerd bug is doing that uh, hand waving in the wind thing that they do in like every indie movie, you know? So that that just made me laugh. And uh, also the water animation is ter- terrible for this. Um, and so the last one, just to try to summarize, because I kind of got off topic with how angry, why don't we do it in the road maybe, was um, the, the word so that song about just like, just say the word and then it's love. Ha ha. So the way that they got to this was just as confusing. So they meet a, a weird, creepy bug named Melvin. And he, he is like, Hey, I invented this cool game and it's so complicated. There's there's always a trope in TV where it's like, it's like the cones of Dunshire on Parks and Rec where the, the, some nerd creates a really complicated game. And it's like a nerd knows how complicated the game is like I like I play Settlers of Catan I know that it's a complicated game but I mean if I was creating Settlers of Catan I would know to an extent okay this is too complicated like Melvin the nerd the other nerd bug 
which makes our nerd bug look like a cool guy. He he makes Melvin makes like a a rule book and it's so thick and huge. It's like a dictionary. It's like ha ha ha, get it? And the entire game is just getting dandelions into a basket or a wagon or something and that's that. And it's so complicated. And so the kids are like, "Okay, we're going to play throw the stick instead." And Melvin is obviously sad because he worked really hard on this game. And I did feel for him, even though I do get that his game is stupid. It's a real stupid Melvin. Get another passion in life, like sucking on your thumb. And uh, so Melvin is like, okay, I'm going to take you to the big house, which is where the humans left. And remember, they're not there because they're at the airport. I don't know if that's canonical or what, but whatever. So he ends up taking them the wrong way. And Melvin just brings them, brings the beat bugs to his house and traps them there and starts singing the word to get them to guess like he wants to play a game basically like jigsaw the way that it was set up it felt like a mix between jigsaw and buffalo bill because you just see the beat bugs fall into this watermelon where apparently the bug the melvin the bug lives and he's standing over them playing with cards and he's like guess the word i don't remember how that song goes i don't listen to that one that much I'm not that familiar with it. Um, but they're like, you're you're keeping us captive here. And he's like, oh, geez, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. And then they realize that he just wanted them to guess the word love because he wanted to be friends. And they're all like, oh, that's okay. Oh, you learned your lesson about not capturing people. So that was so weird. Yeah, it made me uncomfortable. I would, Like the first episode, I thought, okay. This isn't for me, but I see that this could be cute for kids. And then that second episode, and it, like it's not even at the end of the first season. And there are two seasons, but I was already just so un, un, <laughs> unhappy. Um, also, the shins preferred the word, uh, performed the word. So that was kind of cool. The shins kind of show up every so often. The Lumineers are in this. Sia appears, and like I said before, pink. Now, would I recommend this if you were a parent and you have kids? Of course. I can 100% see myself as a kid being into this show. I mean, the characters are kind of dumb. I don't think they're that funny. Boom, I told you, kids in, in a children's show. But yeah, they're not funny. Um, I will say, I think some of the song renditions are good. I... I I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm, I would actually recommend listening to their version of Honey Pie. That McCartney song where it's like, Honey Pie, you are making me... That song. I, I should stop singing on the podcast when I'm so not warmed up. But they have a surprisingly nice rendition of that song. And I think... I don't think it's better than the original, but I think it they captured a lighthearted spirit. And once again, the song is super literal. I saw like the clip of Honey Pie from the show, and it's they're they're at a a honey pie, a honey pie making factory for some reason, and um, there's they're making a TV show starring a lady that like produces the pies or whatever, or they're making a commercial because they're like of your Hollywood song, you know. Um, it's weird. This whole show is weird, but I mean, it's not for me. Definitely, out of the three, I've seen three Netflix kids shows um i've seen richie rich i've seen some assembly required and i've seen beat bugs and out of those three B 
Beatbugs is the only animated one. And Beatbugs is the only one that I think is worth anything. Actually, in a in a little while, in, a, in probably a month or so, uh, we're going to be reviewing some assembly required with a great friend of mine. So I'll get more into that one later. But yeah, I think out of the Netflix kids originals that I've seen, Beatbugs um, seems most producible for a TV or comparable to a TV show. Now, uh, like a, something you would see on TV, and that's because it did air on TV. It was um, it was a, a part Australian Canadian production, and it um, it aired on some channel. I've never heard of this channel. Uh, it's called Seven Two. That's an Australian channel. So if any of you Aussies listen to or watch Seven Two, let me know. I guess. But <laughs> so the thing is, um, because. Uh, I don't have a guest. I'm not really going to be rating this um, because, you know, I like to have somebody else to bounce off of because this isn't just my podcast. It's uh, it's not just my opinion. I like to have the opinion of others, but I'll, I'll make up a special rating system just for beat bugs. So let's say the, the same criteria I have as before, but instead of like just points, we do like how many, you know what? Okay. How about I give it a rating, a, a John, a Paul, a George, or a Ringo. Whatever your opinion is, I'll be sharing my opinion of all these Beatles. Um, I think, I think it was it. Even this was not that condescending. So we talk about audience respect, and this show is for kids, and it's clear, but it didn't feel condescending. And even though it is, it's for it's for preschoolers. And but I didn't even feel that I didn't feel dumbed down. Like the stories were very simple, and probably if I watched it again, I would probably <laughs> give it something else. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it a George Harrison for audience respect. Cause like I mean, very serviceable. It did the job. Um, I don't know. I don't know how great on its own. Cause I don't know that much about the Beatles. But um, yeah. T- totally fine. Um, uh, plot. Th- this is the big problem, and this is again an adult looking at a children's show. I think a child would be like, "Yeah, this was fine." They're simple stories. Probably, if I watch a lot of the old shows that I loved as a kid, a very small child, they would also be se- simple stories because you know it's kids. Um, so I'm gonna get. But I mean, the why don't we do it in the road storyline is terrible. That was so bad. So I'm gonna give it. Um, what's you know, I'm going to give it a Ringo. And I know what you're saying. Oh, my God. Ringo isn't the worst Beatle. Blah, blah, blah. I know. I'm just going off of the pop culture joke. And, oop, I got an email. Um, but I'm sorry. That's what I got to do. Ringo, you're still great. You are part of the Beatles, not the Beat Bugs. But, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not a big fan of Octopus's Garden as a show. I mean, as a song. Whatever. Um, acting. Acting was fine. I'll give that a... I'll give that a... I'll also give it to George. I'll give it to George Harrison. Like, nothing to write home about. The actors did their job, and that's good. And then finally, the humor. This show is not that funny. Um, it's cute. It's a little bit cute. So for that, I'll give it... I'll also give it a George. So, crunching the quote-unquote numbers... Uh, Beat Bugs gets to, gets a solid George Harrison. Um, not quite on the level of Paul and John. Um, 
So there's that. So because this is an uh, a, a just me episode, I'm going to cut it right here. You know what? We all could always use a shorter podcast every so often. I feel like you all get tired of listening to me jabber on for a full hour, hour and a half. And it's weird just talking to myself for a half hour. So I'm going to perform some mental health and go go to the gym because I need to go to the gym right after this. I'm going to post it and then I'm going to go right to the gym. So if you go to the gym, if you're going to the gym, if you're listening to this while on the elliptical or something, use the hashtag uh, gymbug because we're talking about the beat bugs. Legit, I want somebody, I want you all to watch episodes of beat bugs that I didn't watch and tell me how they integrated the song into this, the episode, because I am not going to watch anymore probably, but I'm so curious how they put like yellow submarine in or blackbird or whatever songs they covered. So please tweet that at me. Um, I'm on all social media or by all social media. I mean, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at kidflixpod. Still there. You can also email me, kidflixpod at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, that's about it for today. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we will be back next week with a completely normal episode where we review a movie of some kind with one of my comedy friends or regular friend friends. So uh, that's all for today. Have a good one. Go, go, Gadget, and show. <laughs>